You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Today we're talking about technology and specifically artificial intelligence and how it may or may not be able to define our worth. When you hear that statement, what do you think of? Yeah, there's a lot of, especially in terms of artificial intelligence, it causes us to ask some really unique questions mm-hmm. about what, what it means to be human, partially because we've often long assumed that what it meant to be human was that we could reason and think. Well, when you have these tools that can process information and, you know, quote unquote, think similarly or in very narrow ways like a human does, maybe not the full breadth of the way we do as humans, yeah. it starts to say, well, are we just a machine? Is that really what we are, is some kind of like supercomputer type of machine? Or is there something more unique about humanity? And I think that's really, as we've said on previous episodes, I think what does it mean to be human is actually one of the most important questions we can ask of humanity, period, of all of the issues we deal with, whether it's marriage and sexuality to issues of justice, issues of religious freedom, international issues, even technology questions, is what does it mean to be human, the core of our identity um, is really key to so many of the cultural conversations we're having. Right. And that thing about AI is I think it uniquely causes us to stop and kind of question. It's like, well, what does it actually mean? Because if I'm just a thinking machine, then maybe we can create something that's just like me, that has the same worth and value that I do. Or is there something different? And I think a lot of listeners would say, oh, no, we can't create like God creates. We don't create humans like God creates humans. Well, Why? What's unique and what's different about it? And that really gets back to this fundamental question within Christian ethics is, what does it mean to be made in the image of God? And I think that's one of the most important questions we can be asking today. Mm. Imago Dei. The Imago Dei, yeah. So what does it mean to be created in the image of God? Yeah, and that's one of the really interesting questions in kind of Christian theology and ethics uh, that there's been a lot of debate on throughout church history, Mm. not just in various traditions, but really in kind of the large swath of Christian history is what is the image of God? What does it mean to be made in the image of God? And Mm. if you go back to the scriptures, I mean, Genesis 1 and 2 is the creation account. Right. Um, and I think most listeners would be familiar with that, is that God created all of these things. He created the, the land and the sea. He created the animals, the birds of the air, the fish of the waters, and all of these things were good. And he continues to go all the way until he creates man. He creates humanity. Mm. And he says, this is very good. And then Genesis 1, 26 through 28 says, and God let, and we, let us create man in our image after our likeness. Mm. And this is the unique nature of humanity. There was something different and unique. And a lot of the ways that the church has historically thought about the image of God uh, kind of fall into three main camps. So you can think of one that's going to be more, we're thinking creatures, we're rational. There's um, some element or substance in us that makes us unique Mm. um, in the sense that we have a higher level of consciousness or we have uh, the capacity for reason and a deep thought that you don't see exhibited in animals and the rest of the kind of kingdom order. Another way is that we can have a relationship with not only with God, but also a relationship with one another. That makes us unique and distinct from the rest of creation. Mm. And lastly, there's another way that we can think about the image in the sense that it's something about us that we reflect God, like a little mirror. Uh, We reflect God that we can function like God's in the sense that God gave us dominion. This text says dominion over the fish of the seas, dominion over the world that we're called to create um, like God creates, but not exactly, 
but we're also called to steward and to take care of the things that God has given us and to act in, in kind of in his stead as his representative. Mm. And all of these ways of thinking about the image of God can be really helpful. But one of the things that I think that it does is it kind of naturally pushes us into think that the image of God must be some part of us or some attribute, something that we, we have that we can lose. Um, and so some of the ways that people have pushed back over the years is, well, what about those who may be disabled or maybe not have the same cognitive capacities as other people? Does that make them less in the image of God? Mm. So I think the best way that we can kind of approach a lot of these questions is saying that as human beings, we are the image of God. We are made in the image of God. It's something that's a status. It's something that God has given to us. He's made us unique. And while it can be seen in a lot of these other attributes, whether it's our minds, the relationships, or the ways that we represent God. All of those are aspects, but I think the best way to think about it is more of something that God has created us that it can't be taken away. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.